Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. I'm thinking about not answering. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about not answering just because, you know. Yeah. 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 Boo. Boo. You can boo yourself. 20 Four oh. minutes late. Nice of you to show up, my friend. Yeah, man. <laughs> How are you guys? You know, we were going to give you this, like, huge introduction like we do for everybody and, like, like stroke your ego a little bit. But now no. I'm just going to be like, here's this guy that I got to meet in person for the first time last week. We had a great week, <laughs> spent a lot of time. But he also thought I was 50 years old, which really hurt me to my core. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah that's that's really here's sam cole everybody or should we call uh, you cone con what do they call you in the uh in um, the, the good morning america they call me sam cone sam cone <laughs> yeah here's sam cone uh he is one half of the genius bar podcast which everybody loves and you should totally go check out um along with john prosser he is the co-host um he runs his own YouTube channel and also Apple track, but you know, it's, it's, it's Sam Cohn. That's what we're going to go with. He's, <laughs> he's 24 minutes late to our recording, uh, but we're going to forgive oh. him and we're going to, and we're going to move on. But how's it going, Thank buddy? You. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're just jumping right into this, aren't we? <laughs> are you awake? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere else, but I'm also happy to be here. Thank you guys. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. And it's no, nice to dude, meet you. It's fine. It happens. We were we were actually about to do something really stupid, which we might honestly revisit for the future, but okay. we were getting desperate because we're like, we're going to record this. I don't know who to ask last minute to join. And I don't want to do that. So like, why don't we just ask people on Twitter if we could like get them to join and we were just going to blast out the link and just see who calls. <laughs> That's uh, and, and we might do this in the future. So if you're listening, just you know, sure. keep it locked into the, to the Mac rumors, Twitter account. But, yeah. um, but today we have Sam, thankfully. Uh, <sighs> I think that I think this is going to make for a much better episode. And we'll just jump right into it. We got the new MacBook Pros last week. So that's what we'll start off. We'll start off with something easy. Did you get a chance to actually use yours? I, um, I spent, I spent a, a, some time with it. It was fine. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. It's like, I don't know. Hartley, did you get to use it? No, I, I, I haven't, and I can't say that I would be remotely excited to try it. Yeah, it's I'm like pretty. Uh, it's uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's like it's fine, and people are mad. The SSD slower. That's, I guess, the controversy. But is it slower? And then the is M1, it, the base. Is model, it? Is yeah. it? Is it actually slower? Because I made this whole video. This is a little behind the scenes. I made this whole video, and we didn't publish it because. Mm. We got we got different results than what everybody else did, and I don't want to I don't want to you know go through all that, but yes, the same the benchmarks that we got they were substantially slower. But you know like mm. just transferring files to and from you know SSDs and just using it normally, I actually got faster speeds on the M2, which was weird. So mm. I don't really know what to believe. Mine seems fine in terms of like how it's going, but I don't know. You should publish Maybe it. Apple tried to, maybe Apple have tried to kind of mitigate what they know is a drawback through some kind of software workarounds that kick in under certain operations. Um, so maybe if you always take the worst possible uh, benchmarks, then it, it will show what's going on. But maybe sometimes it isn't quite so bad. 
Are you a user of the touch bar? You seem like a user of the touch bar. Wow. So I show up late and then you, you throw that in my face. Now there, there's a lot of things that you could have said to me, but that that's past the line, Dan, quite frankly. I said we just um, no. wanted to get John on the podcast and roast you for an hour for being late. Bro, I hate the touch bar. I hate it. Hate. I hate it's it. Not, it's, not very, it's not very useful. No, Harley, man, do you like the just, touch bar? I don't remember uh, this. I used to think that I liked it until I didn't have it anymore, and then I realized what I'd been missing. Yeah. yeah. No, it that's, definitely that's exactly... is kind of nice. When, when you have certain workflows, like sometimes if you're if you're editing an image or something and you get an image uh, sort of editor that's been built to work with a touch bar, maybe it can be useful. But I mean, realistically, it's 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 not. Like, yeah. like I liked the idea of it, but I don't know. I think did we talk about this? Like I, that Asus or Acer computer that has like the dual screens. I feel like that was me and you that were talking about that. Sam, that like that would have yeah. been cool, but like I don't know, the touch bar is kind of garbage in the sense of like for me and for most people that I've talked to, like it's just it doesn't make any sense for me to move my hands up to touch that when it, I could just do a, a keyboard command. If there were a lot more things that there weren't keyboard commands for or keyboard shortcuts, um, then it would it would make more sense. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, for the situations where you could like go into photos and like browse things or Final Cut scrubbing, maybe. But again, it's it's just software buttons never work like at that angle. Like I feel like Apple was just like, we're not going to put a touch screen on the Mac, so we're going to do this. And yeah, it seemed really cool. And I, I definitely lied to myself as well, Hartley, for like two or three years, where I was like, no, this is good because it's all that I had. But like I, I look back now, and it's like the 2016 to 2019 MacBook Pros were like some of apple somehow went from like some of the worst products they've ever made to the best products they've ever made with the m1 pro and m1 max 14 and 16 inches like i they, they completely turned it around I, I don't know another example of a product where they went from everyone like universally is like these are not very good to everyone being like these are the best laptops in the world it, it's it's pretty impressive but it just sucks we had to go through that for four years it's four years oh. of pain that was, was my entire college experience, to be clear. Like, I was the college student who used that. And, and, and so how frustrated were you with, those, with the keyboard for, the, for that four years? I mean, luckily, it never impacted me. Okay. Like, I never had a, a break. Actually, yeah. no, I take that back. I think one of the keys did start to get stuck. But I, I, I was one of those things where I was, I was too loyal. Like, I could not use a Mac. I was like, I'm right. not going to switch to a PC. Like, there's no, I can't work from there. Let's I'm do the PC heathen. slander. No, we're not, <laughs> we're not heathens at all. I, uh, I always liked the butterfly keyboard. I liked the way it felt. I liked the way it sounded. Mm. I also never had any issues, so I'm very biased in that sense. But, um, yeah, those MacBooks were kind of bad, to be honest. Um, so now that we're transitioning over to something that basically looks exactly the same, don't be fooled. Because inside with the MacBook Pro, it's actually pretty good um, in terms of the processing power and everything. I mean, there are some modest updates to it um, or upgrades. It's, it's, it's improved, but I mean, it is very underwhelming when you see that it's basically just the M2 shoved inside of the old MacBook's body from the M1. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Apple's idea was like the MacBook Air is going to be delayed a bit because, you know, of production issues. So let's give the people the MacBook Pro earlier than we said we were going to do it. I think the problem is, is they, I, I think that was their intention, but I, I don't think they realized that people just want something exciting and especially tech where it is right now. You know, people, people were kind of wanting something more. It's just kind of blah. Like, like to, to show your new processor in an old body. M1 was different because it was totally new, right? Like we'd never seen it before, but I feel like honestly, they probably should have waited and just done it in the M2 MacBook Air because that that would have told the whole story. This is just telling like half of it, and I feel like a lot of people are underwhelmed. I agree. I think it would have given M2 better press than it actually has got. I think the fact that it's launched in such a an ultimately a, a mediocre device um, has kind of colored the coverage of M2 as being not that impressive. 
um, which is was interesting. Shame. And obviously, Apple has has decided that it's in their interests to launch um, devices with new chips in uh, launch that in a in a in an older design um, to to kind of put the chip front and center. But in this instance, when you're putting it in a device that is already pretty uh, pretty a pretty weird device in the lineup, it doesn't really kind of put the best foot forwards. I think the M2 or yeah, the M2 MacBook Air is going to be where it's at. Um, you know, hopefully they actually don't have to push it back anymore. It's supposed to be in July, so anytime you know, starting Friday on, we could start seeing pre-order links pop up. Um, I'm excited to test it out. I do think the M2 MacBook Pro has a place if you are on an Intel machine. Uh, you should definitely upgrade to any of the Apple Silicon. It's it's by far, in my opinion, better than any oh, yeah. of the Intel machines that I've used. I think you guys can agree. Um, but what about the the MacBook Air? What, what's got you excited about that? Are you going to pick one up? Are you going to use it? Or is it just going to be mm. something you pick and make a video on? Which, by the way, <laughs> I update. You can go check out his videos. Thanks. Sam. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, I, I'm super excited for the macbook air like it'll be a great in design i did not get to go hands-on with it at dub dub so like i still don't have that perspective for exactly how thin it's going to be um but it, it seems pretty impressive so i mean I'm, I'm going to get it whether i'm going to keep it or not i, I don't know because I, I just like every time i open my 16 inch macbook pro i'm so just nice. like this is perfect like it's i don't so know nice. just it's just perfect I, I have zero zero complaints about that computer um, so wait, when did you bring it with you last week at VidCon? Yeah, yeah. Okay, did you kind of get like, all right, it's a little bit too big and heavy sometimes. That would be my yeah. only complaint, but I also sure. love the big screen. So yeah, I, and I'm like, I want the power of the M1 yeah. Max. So yeah. I, I'm like, I'm cool with that, right? Like, sure, it's a little bit bigger, but I, I don't want to even say that because then Apple's gonna be like, the MacBook Pro has to be thin because that's what they did for so long. They're like, it has to be ultra thin. And it's like, no, man, the, the, let the pro be thick. That's fine. It just make it, it's so worth it to have a little bit of extra heft, but sure. I'm, I'm excited for the, the form factor of the air. I mean, it's going to be the notebook that probably most people end up getting. I agree. I think that's probably I the think, one that most people would recommend, right? Hartley. Yeah. I think the issue is the price point. I think that it's, yeah. it's a, a lot of people that are going to be buying the MacBook, the new MacBook air at that price point. The 14-inch MacBook Pro is not all that far away, so it kind of feels a little weird to keep the M1 in the lineup for 999 mm. exactly the same, because the the kind of market for the MacBook Air um, needs to be clearly separated, and the people that are excited for this MacBook Air largely are the kind of people that were interested in the MacBook Pro. So it leaves it in a in a strange place. I, I'm not quite sure what's going on with the Mac lineup with this with this uh, M2 MacBook Pro and the way they've priced the MacBook Air. And maybe when it comes down in price, that will be the kind of perfect device for those users. But at the moment, I, I'm I'm not so sure at that price point. It's clearly a you know a great redesign, but without those ports, without the mini LED display, without ProMotion, it's just kind of not. Um, I don't know if it can justify the price that they're asking for it, at least. Mm. That's a good point because yeah, it starts. Yeah, it starts like three hundred bucks higher than the M1 MacBook Air, or sorry, two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars higher. Which is, yeah. I mean, why, yeah, why? I, I feel like I couldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody to like get the M2 MacBook Air over the M1 MacBook Air. So wait, like it starts Mac, at yeah. $12.99, right? I think that's $11.99 for the MacBook Air. Okay. And $12.99 is the MacBook Pro? Yeah. So that will be interesting to see. I, God, I'm not getting a base model one, though, so I don't know. Maybe we'd have to get two. Um, how much of a difference there might be between the base model. I mean, there wouldn't be, right? So why would anyone buy the base model MacBook Pro for an extra $100, right? You get or am I thinking bar. this wrong? You get the, the touch, touch bar, bar and the fan, man. That's going to be so well, worth the, it. I'm being the surprised. audience for this MacBook Pro, I don't, I don't get it. I know it exists because obviously it's more powerful because it's got active cooling um, and it's got uh a longer battery life so it's kind of more pro but what people are buying the macbook pro 13 inch as a pro device nobody really small there must be like 10 people that think that's great not that base well, model at least maybe if you configure it a little more but see i this is where i disagree because 
I, I objectively know it's not a pro model, but I think a lot of people will walk into the Apple store and be like, yo, what's the cheapest MacBook Pro? Oh, hey, it's right here. It's uh, $12.99. It's got the M2 inside. Just came out. Oh, sweet. I'll take one of that. That's perfect. Like, yeah. I, I feel like people underestimate because you have to realize the jump is from what, 1300 on the MacBook Pro 13 inch to 1799 Like, $500 is a lot. Now, I think it's worth it, right? But I think a lot of people are going to say, hey, I'm going to school or I need a new laptop for work. And it's like, oh, newest, newest Apple chip. Sweet. 1300 bucks. Let's go. Thank you. Have a good one. Walk out the store. Now, there's also the M2 MacBook Air, but I feel like this gets into buyer psychology where it's like, oh, well, the there's the Pro, and the Pro has the pretty touch bar. That looks more professional, right? Uh, even though the MacBook Air just got redesigned. I got, a, I got DMs from people when I talked about this before, and they were like, yo, my boss is this exact person you described. Like, he just wants to feel like he's using something slightly more special, so yeah. he will this is he's gonna walk and buy this on day one because he wants the new MacBook Pro with M2. Now, of course, I agree. I recommend this to no one, and I disagree that it's even a thing. My point is that I understand why Apple did it. And I Yeah, I don't agree. Power, I just yeah, I just get it. You know, I, I I wouldn't buy it right. I'm not telling anyone I know to buy it, but there's gonna be a lot of people that I think do end up buying it because of the way it's situated and it, it feels a little bit better. It's a familiar design. I just, it's hard for me to like think about if anyone's like, Hey, should I buy this MacBook pro? I, no, I, I don't think so. But yeah, like if, if, if you're, <laughs> I, I think I try to make this point at the end of my video, but I'm like, this video is for the people that don't know what's uh, sorry. This, this Mac is for the people that don't know what's going on. Like nobody that knows what's going on is going to be yeah. like, I, this is the Mac I've been waiting for, man. Or unless yeah. you're one of the three people that are like the touch bar shouldn't have gone away. Sure. Then you got lucky, man. You get one more chance of the newest Apple Silicon. You better buy that. You better buy that touch bar. Everybody who left a comment that said their life is ruined because the touch bar gone. You better buy that. Buy that touch bar, Mac. You better right? max this out. Yeah. Max it out because it's going to be the last two for years. Oh, anyway. Sorry. I just, I, I don't love the touch bar. It, it made my life harder. That's about it. I don't think we really need to talk too much more about the MacBooks, uh, except for when the MacBook Air comes out. But as of right now, if you're thinking about one of these two and you're like, should I wait? Should I not? I would just wait and check yeah. out the MacBook Air first and see if that please. is kind of more your style. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, and now we're going to move on to even more riveting conversation, the HomePod. Whoa. Yeah, we love the HomePod. We talked about the HomePod at VidCon too, I think, right? Yeah. Because I was supposed Bro. to sell one to Andrew. It's uh, I use them. I don't think they're good. It's coming. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're talking about, hold on. Let me give you some more context because we're talking about the original sized HomePod is potentially making a comeback. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's I, I not, the minis are, they are what they are, but. Yeah. I they're mean, cheap though. They're cheap. You can't complain they're overpriced. Right. They're, well, no, they're the entry level way of getting like a Siri that's not on your phone into your house. I, I wouldn't I just, use them yeah. for music, but go ahead, Sam. Like I, I, I just, just the series so inconsistent. Like they're just all of them from the old one or the mini are just so unreliable. They don't follow through, and I still use them. Like I don't want people to listen to this and be like, just use something else. It's like no, I'm trapped, man. I'm absolutely trapped because I do enjoy Siri being able to like set reminders across all my devices. That's nice. But at the same time, I'm still unhappy. <laughs> I'm still, yeah. still not satisfied with where they're at. Um, yet I, I'm noticing my my A8 powered full-size OG HomePod. It, it's getting slower like every week. So I'm incredibly excited for something new because that one's actually cool. The, the, the cheap one to me. I don't know, man. It's just like the sound is just so bad. It's not bad. It's just, it's just not good. I don't know. It's just so average. It I think stand. they're, I think they're impressive for the size, right? Does anyone else agree with me on that? Obviously, Sam doesn't, but I, I do. I I think yeah. that if you if you're using them in like a home theater setup, you're using them wrong because yeah. they're meant for like they're meant for like uh, like a side table just that mm. it's quite nice to be able to maybe play a song through that with airplay 2 with other speakers um 
or, or just for just for like basic audio playback they're they're fine but the the big home pod needs to be there because how can you have a mini without a like a main yeah i i agree with that it's i i think i'm gonna make the transition so you know you think you're stuck I did not think I was stuck in that instance. I've been using Google for like the longest time. Um, we're still using like a bunch of Google displays and homes at our house, uh, mostly because of the cameras. I think I, I mentioned this in uh, our last podcast. Like there's just no reliable home kit camera that I found that I've liked. Um, mm. I, I have not found any that work as well as the Nest Cams do. And so if I could just get the Nest cams into the home app, which you can, I've got, I got DM'd a bunch of different ways. Uh, so thank you to all of those people who did that. Um, there are ways to do it. I'm going to try them out because I do want to keep using at least the Nest cams. Uh, but yeah, I've always used them. But I would like to transition over to home pods in my house. Um, I don't want minis everywhere, though. I do want something with good sound. So... Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it to come back. I would like to see them do like what Amazon and Google has done with like having displays on it. How would you feel about that? Well, there've been rumors about that, right? The, yeah. I think German said that they've been working on that. It'd be interesting. Um, I'd be down to see, see what it looks like. I, I feel like it does get a little gimmicky in that department, but I'm also saying that having never used one. So I've never spent a lot of time with like a screen speaker combo, but I just, I always feel like there'd be some compromise there where like just just an iPad would be a better device by itself. I feel like anytime you're trying to like combine things together, it just kind of gets weird. So what do you think if they were to keep the form factor of the HomePod basically the same, but just have that top display be a little bigger with multi-touch so that when you set a timer, you can actually just glance at the timer on the top or mm-hmm. when a, a song is playing back, you can actually see how far through the track it is or maybe the track name. Maybe if it's not like full interaction, it would just give you like glanceable information. I like that. That sounds cool. If it displays the album artwork, I'd be I'd be all over that. I don't know why. I just feel like that would be like eye-catching a little bit, makes it a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um that would be I cool, do, actually, Harley. I didn't think about that. I do like the displays. Well, I think that's what German's going for. That's kind of what I took from his wording. I mean, it was it was pretty vague wording, so it's hard to tell. But he just said larger display with multi-touch. So to me, that would mm-hmm. make sense that you could just get glanceable information that you could vaguely interact with. I mean, even the ability to skip a song. If there was just if I could, there was just a button for me to do that. That would be really handy. Yeah. Especially it would kind of make it I think it could kind of hide how bad Siri is a little as well. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I, I'm down for that. Give me give me home pods like that. So since you guys use it more often, do you use it for like smart home stuff too? I do not I do. Okay. okay. Okay, so then, Hartley, how bad is Siri really with controlling smart home stuff? It's definitely got better, um, but it still just fails at basic things. I'm a bit confused this week, actually, about HomePod and Siri, because, correct me if I'm wrong, but last year, local processing for Siri was uh, added to the HomePod, right? I know it was on iPad and iPhone but I think it was also on HomePod. So why, when I ask Siri how long is left on a timer, why does it say, it? it, it why does it kind of just stall and not tell me? <laughs> so that's not a local processing thing. I don't know what's going on, but it definitely should still not be doing that. So it's mm. it's okay with smart home, but Siri just finds new ways to be disappointing. It definitely has got better. I don't want to be too negative. It's it's definitely better, but Harley's it's, always it's worried about being negative because we've been called out for being too negative. Yeah, well, I I feel like where we're like when when we're people that do this stuff all day every day, it's easy to just complain. But yeah, Siri has got better. It's just basic. If it can't tell me how long is left on a timer when I'm cooking, that is a a basic problem. It's yeah, true. I'm I'm looking this looking at this now. It. It looks like it might only be processed on your iPhone or iPad, but then Siri requests that flow to your HomePod go. Mm. Well, no, no. Now it sounds like it is since the processing will be done on your HomeKit hubs chip. So it could be a, maybe only the HomePod mini does it because it's got the newer chip. 
But if it's I, over Wi-Fi, if it's if it's doing it on the Home Hub HomePod, but you're not talking to the Home Hub HomePod, then maybe yeah, that's why. But it needs to be able either to do way, stuff yeah. locally. <laughs> yeah, like either way, that should just happen. If Siri can't set a timer on the HomePod, come on, guys. Like, let's make that a little bit faster. I, I'm not afraid to be negative because I'm just, I'm just being honest, man. Like, listen, you heard me rave about the MacBook Pros when Apple nails something. Hundred percent, dude. Like I'm the number one Apple stand here. I'd say, but when they, wow, when they mess Just it up, man. Stuff out. I am. I'm, I'm making claims when um throwing out bold no, claims when uh <laughs> when when Siri, you know, has been around since the iPhone 4s, and still to this day, I would I cannot call it reliable. Like that's where it's a problem. I'm not even asking it to be good. I'm just asking it to be reliable or consistent, and I can't I can't say that. So you guys are you guys are pretty young. So maybe this might not hit as hit home as much as resident old man and fifty three year old guy, um, according <laughs> to Sam. Uh, you know, I like I, I'm getting more into the family stuff. So like, I like that my Google Home um, or Nest Hub. I don't know. They've changed the name so many times. Can like display photos and stuff, which which it takes work to do it, and you have to like. I guess if you maybe have an Android device, it'll be it'll be more seamless for you, and you know all of your photos saved to the photo library, anyways, and so you can kind of do it. But like on an iPhone, it just requires a little bit more work. And I'd imagine that Apple, if they ever do come out with something like that, where there's a display that can display photos, I think for so many of us who have all that stuff already tied in, it's going to be a much easier process to be like, hey, here are the people that I want, or here are the albums that I want. Maybe just display the memories that you've got. Like, I like the idea of using stuff like that, being able to airplay some videos. Um, You know, it has come in handy to uh, be able to throw, like, a quick YouTube video up for my kid or something like that if if, if things are going on in the background um, and they want to watch something. You know, it it sometimes could be easier depending on, you know, the situation that you're in. Um, And plus, I just think it would look – it looks kind of nice in your kitchen um, or in your bedroom or something. Like, you can use it as an alarm clock. You know, if Siri got better at the alarm portion of it, maybe you'd use it and it'd be feel you know comfortable that it would wake you up on time. Sam, I don't know if you use Siri to get yourself woken up for this podcast recording, but she obviously failed, or he, depending <laughs> on know, which one you have it set to. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what happened. Go ahead. It was it was ten forty five, and I went, oh man, I am so I like couldn't fall asleep randomly last night. Never happened. They just like came, so I'm like, all right, set a timer for fifteen minutes, and then I woke up at eleven on the dot. Right, I would have seen immediately that you had texted me because I grabbed my phone, and I like I like sat up in bed, and I was like, hey Siri, set a timer for fifteen more minutes, <laughs> and then I laid back down, and that was my dying breath as I knocked out for fifteen more minutes. So then I woke up at like 11, 16. I think I just heard my Siri go off. Sorry to everybody listening. That I just made your home pod go off. But uh, yeah, I woke up at uh, 11, 16, and I was like, oh, why am I still so dead? And then I just saw, Seth. <laughs> we were giving up like, at that point. We were going we were gonna reach out to random people on Twitter. Jesus. Um, I mean, it probably would be better. There'd probably be some more support for the home pod. But no, it's fine. You don't have to support. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate and see if there's a reason. You know, again, I don't use the display to the fullest extent, but I think like, I guess at that point it would just be a really expensive. Oh, and there's another thing, but let me finish my thought. I guess it would be a really expensive photo frame for some, uh, but also video calls. That was kind of the whole point of why Apple wanted to do that too. Um, yeah, yeah. With like this, that's when the rumors came out fresh was like during COVID times, I believe like the peak COVID was like zoom generation. Everybody's doing stuff from home. So Take your FaceTime or Zoom calls at your HomePod if you need to. Um, and I do kind of like the idea of that, especially if they can do what I think Facebook kind of originally started that with their whatever tracking the device. Yeah, what yeah. I don't remember what it's called. The Facebook watch you at home even more device. Um, <laughs> they you know can track you around with that. And then Amazon did that with its Echo. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think that would be cool. But I could be the only one. I don't know. What do you guys think? No, I think that could be cool. Like, I, yeah. I think that would be neat. I, I think my only my my only lack of hesitation for any future HomePods is just that if it's just new hardware, like no matter how good that hardware is, it's kind of how I feel about iPad OS, right? Like, they can throw the best hardware in the world, but if it's still just not there, then I'm I'm just kind of like I'm gonna buy it. Like, I'm sure I'm gonna try it out at least. I'll, I would probably I would definitely keep a video call option HomePod and speaker, yeah. but. 
uh, my excitement is still tailored to the expectations that we've seen in the past. I think that you kind of can't help but also think about Apple TV with this because the long-term strategy here is the smart home and you can kind of imagine a variant of tvOS I mean tvOS does run on the home pod at the moment as far as I know um, but visually tvOS would kind of work on a home pod so and it's got the FaceTime frameworks in there it's got it's got everything it needs it all just kind of needs to be switched on um, although I don't think that's what we're getting with what um, uh, Ming-Chi Kuo is describing with what Mark right. Gurman is describing I think they are literally describing the same original home pod in terms of audio hardware but with the S8 chip, which is basically the same as the S6 chip from the Apple Watch Series Six, um, and the rest will have to come from software. I think it's. It, you're, I think you're exactly right, Sam, and I think that's what Apple knows that they're kind of going to relaunch the same product, but it, they're going to have to be able to say now Siri is processed locally, or um, now there there is this kind of so, the software is there to support it. Um, although it would kind of also help if they they actually made handoff work, there definitely mm. are hardware things. Oh, handoff is one of the worst things I ever True. encounter. I like the idea of it, but it is so annoying that like the moment I am within a vicinity of my HomePod, like my phone starts freaking out, or it just starts transferring stuff, and I'm like, "Why are you doing that? I don't want you to do that." Um, mm -hmm. Or then when I do want it to do it, it doesn't work properly. So. I, I forgot that was a feature until you guys said that. I'm gonna be honest. I have never. I've used that one time in my life, but I, I should start trying to use it more. Is it? Does it work on it's the OG HomePod, or is it? Is it only the Mini? It does work on the original HomePod, but the difference is that it doesn't have the U1 chip, so you don't get the animations. And I think it's literally just using like Bluetooth or something to kind mm. of tell when it's close. So it's a lot more unreliable. But my experience on both the HomePod Mini and the original HomePod is bad for that although the home pod was kind of always doomed to fail because it they they i mean when they announced it when at wwdc 2017 and it didn't ship until like april of the following year so they they were having serious problems with this device i mean it didn't launch with home theater capability it didn't launch with that handoff feature it didn't even launch with the ability to tell the difference uh between different voices that were speaking to it so <laughs> whatever was going on with the home pod was there when it when they were developing it. It, it it's it's never been perfect the home pod mini is clearly more refined but they need to yeah. they need to kind of it needs the chance. It needs a second chance, really. I think is he, what I'm trying to say. Here's my main wish list, and here's the reason why I'm excited for an original HomePod to come back. They sound so good. Like they sound, yeah, they sound way better. So good, and that's you know ultimately what they're supposed to do is you know sound good. But I use them here at the office. I mean, granted, we don't watch a lot of TV here, but like whenever I do throw on like the Apple's events or whatever, that's my main source of you know audio for it it works so well for home theater um it sounds great in a small apartment you got two of those things you don't need a sound bar you don't need anything like that's fine now at my house it would be nice that if these new ones could support dolby atmos maybe you could do four of them or link up others mm. to get like a surround sound experience that would be my dream i don't know if that's possible i'm sure it's possible but i don't know if it's like possible for what they're trying to do with this next one it seems smart yeah, I, that's I, they're all into that. They're all into Dolby Atmos. They're all into like, you know, all of. I, I just don't understand. Maybe spatial audio probably wouldn't work because it's not headphones, but like Dolby for sure. And you can and you can make you know combine it with your Apple TV and make it like a true home theater kind of setup. I, I think a lot of people would buy multiple for sure. Yeah, Harley, you were you were looking skeptical though. Did that is there something wrong with? I, I'm not skeptical. I agree. I agree. I think the problem as far as I see it, is the audio hardware is already so good that the problems they've got to, they've got to address are not really audio-related. So if when they debut the new HomePod and they are only talking about audio hardware, I don't think people are going to be convinced because it's not the audio hardware that people are skeptical about. It's, it's everything else it does. I think if they marketed for the home theater stuff that a lot of people would be... A lot of people would be about it. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, there'll be yeah, color options. Awesome. People always get excited about that. Oh, are they actually going to do colors instead of black and white? Well, well, I don't know. I don't know. But if they're doing them for the mini, they got to do it for the no. They won't because 
No, because the mini is like the, the everyday one for everyday people. And then I would consider that Apple's thinking the big home pods are like the pro ones. And, you know, the pros yeah, don't get how do you tell colors. An old one or a new one, if they've got a fairly similar shape and design, if you haven't got new colors. I don't know. Ask the MacBook Pro. How do you know that's the M2 versus the M1? You don't. Yeah. That, I mean, you, you ha- you've got me there, but then <laughs> MacBook Pro is not a lawyer. Not Very a, different products. Example product. I'm just, I mean, yeah. I had to pick something that I could use as my argument. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, maybe maybe if they update that screen, but. I mean, and to be clear, German also didn't say the exact same design. He said more similar to the original HomePod in terms of shape and design rather than the Mini. So I, I don't think it's going to be exactly the same hardware. I'm sure it'll be very similar, but I feel like mm-hmm. the design is going to have to be a little different if they bring it back. There's no way they just bring back like a new chip in the old yeah. design. There's no way that Never. that will fail again. And what's the price point for this? Like it clearly failed at 350. 350. It's the only Apple product in recent in recent history that they brought down to 299 because it didn't sell, and it even failed there. But why is it? Why is it, why can I sell mine right now for like 550? Is it because it's discontinued? Yeah, yeah, that's why. Okay, because I have an unopened box. By the way, anyone want to make me a extravagant offer? I have a oh, new inbox right. HomePod. Hit, hit up those DMs, please. I will take oh. anything above five fifty. I'm trying Ooh. to. Yeah, you're gonna get somebody else to yes to that. Guaranteed. Go for it. I got a Disney trip to pay for. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's like what two tickets? <laughs> <laughs> it's not not even. You you were just at Disney. You know how yeah. much was your ticket for Disney? Well, the ticket and how much I spent for one day are two different questions. Yeah, I, I think my ticket was two twenty. Oh my god! I think gosh. what I spent, I think my spent was probably four to five hundred dollars in that park, bro. So what did you do there? I didn't go with them, we, so I'm bro, I, I, I had to do work. It was so fun. It was you, oh, a little beta update. Come on, man, you should have been with us. We missed you. <laughs> we missed you. I miss. Hey, listen, I think my kids would have killed me if they knew that I went to Disney without them. <laughs> when I'm going in like four days, I think they they would have been furious. They what did you do at Disney for four hundred dollars? Well, I mean, I know it's easy to spend money there, but like, yeah, I mean, they've got the Star Wars section, they've got the special drinks. You go buy drinks. some popcorn, you buy some snacks, you buy food, you buy the Lightning Lane. Then there's like, you there's like bonus Lightning Lanes. You have to pay twenty dollars just to get in the Lightning Lane for this Star Wars ride because it's so pricey. So, yeah, it it was probably a lot. I didn't buy any souvenirs though, or like build my own lightsaber. Then there's like all that stuff. All oh, yeah. the custom BB-8 units, the custom—I'm sure they have like Build-A-Bear stuff there. You know, you it, could have said you could, could have said what you wanted to say. <laughs> I don't know. This is Macrobus. There's editorial standards at this publication. There I'm are. Sure. There are. It, it's true. You should be on the up. <laughs> we I'm did down. bring up the Apple TV earlier, and so that is actually <laughs> going to be our our next thing to talk about. Uh, there's going to be a new Apple TV, which is probably going to be very underwhelming to most people, except for one thing that I can think of. Can you guess what that is? Gaming. No, I don't care about that. Uh, the 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 new Siri remote. But the old the the current remote is like perfect. I feel like is it perfect, or are there a couple things that it's missing that the new one's going to have that you're going to be like, no, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Tell me, Dan. Tell What's the people. No, you tell me. What is it missing? What is it? I currently don't own the new remote or an Apple TV, what? so you tell me, bro. Oh, I know. It's missing Find I... My. Oh, duh. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's going to happen. That'll be cool. And... But I do want to say I, I I have an Apple TV, to be clear, but I lost my remote years ago. So I what can't. You, what do you use? Your phone? No, no. Like, it's too far gone to the point where, like, you need a remote, <laughs> and I just haven't bought a remote. <laughs> It's it's not that bad, man. I can get you a remote. I got a, I got one here. I can send you if you'd like. Oh, I, well, now I have to find the Apple TV. This is like a, a fourth oh, generation boy. from 2015. <laughs> oh, I've got plenty anyway. of remotes if you need one. You just let me know. Okay, okay. I will. Thank you, Dad. I mean, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, find my would be good. Find my would be a big deal. I agree that that should have been on the last generation. I remember I was reading Mac Rumors, my favorite Apple News blog, when I when they said there's no Find My, I was like, this is freaking BS, man. I feel like it's probably time for like a UI redesign because I think it was it was 2015 when we got the last revamp. And, and you yeah. know, I have a theory. 
that I'll throw out here. Uh, maybe, you know, new home VODs coming in the future, new Apple TVs coming in the future. Where are these devices found? They're found in the home, guys. Remember those leaked job listings that Mac Rumors was the first to report on about home OS? Maybe the merge is finally going to happen. Maybe we're going to get a, a home OS released with these and Apple's like, so these, we want to introduce home OS and then we want to show you the products that it's going to be on. Maybe it's Maybe this is why things have been, you know, mediocre at a standstill. That, that would make sense to me why they did not cover TVOS because it's like, well, TVOS isn't really going to be a thing for much longer. I mean, we saw Apple talking about HomeOS. It makes sense that, like, it doesn't make sense publicly to be like TVOS runs on a HomeBot. What? That makes that just sounds silly. <laughs> or yeah. like, you know, that 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 any of home devices would run TVOS or even iOS. It's like, no, make make this own special thing called HomeOS. Makes sense. Stuff in the home lines with the branding. And um, well, frankly, I, I think that would be a good idea. I think it, like a, a fresh start for these devices could be in order. Yeah. And the redesigned home app would kind of fit really nicely in with that as well. But all the groundwork's there. Like they've, they've, they've taken the first steps by moving the HomePod off of iOS and onto tvOS. And with, mm. the, with the redesigned home app, I think there's, there's plenty. I mean, the fact that there is no home app on the apple tv is is really not a very good endorsement of that device as a as a smart home device even with um uh with matter coming out that's a that's a pretty good excuse if you want to explain to consumers why matter matters oh <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah Love i had to fun. go there that's good that's good man <laughs> yeah if you if you if you really want to look at it like that apple's thank you <laughs> um, that is uh apple's gotta apple's gotta explain that i don't think they did a great job of telling you why do you why have matter. the do you have the roadcast sorry this is do you have the roadcaster thing is that yeah do my buttons work keep going hartley i'll be right back no no you have to add the sound effects to it bro uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> oh yeah there's pre <laughs> there was gonna say there's can you hear the pre the ones that i just did yeah, yeah. why can't i hear them uh oh because i'm plugged directly into my roadcaster with a wire i i don't know if you guys can tell i i, I do wired for every podcast so i i'm going straight into my roadcaster as an interface dan is just discovering everything yeah. he didn't know he could do can you tell me what then, this sound is because i don't know what it is it's like a just picture the most royalty free rock track nice tell me, <laughs> I tell me when was... i get to sad trombone oh that's actually laughter <laughs> Oh, good. What's this one? Wait, those are all my sound effects. They're all pre-programmed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is it doing yours? It, dude, some of them were like identical in the order that I have mine, but these are actually custom. What? Did you just dude. redo the same thing? Did you just reorder them in the same one? There are some custom. I have some custom things. There, but well, which not one's the sad trombone? No. No. no copy this one then no that's like the magic one that's terrifying guys whatever i just did just now i can't hear so i apologize or maybe it was awesome for you i don't know but no this is turning into genius very quickly that's fine we need a little bit more fun on this podcast sometimes (laughs) you know bringing it back to the apple tv are we all just bored by it i mean we could just uh we could just scrap yeah, let's, that. Let's move just, on. Yeah. Let's, let's move well, on. that was actually on. our last topic. So is there anything you'd like to talk to us about as a as mm. a fellow podcaster, Apple person that covers things? You got questions you know, for us? I do, man. What is it's it good. like to work for the number one Apple news website in the world? Hartley, I'll let you go. <laughs> I was I was I was hoping uh you'd answer that one time. <laughs> well, um i personally love it it's i don't know if he's listening my guess is probably not but arn (laughs) uh it's a pleasure to work for you it is your birthday today so happy birthday happy birthday uh here hold on where's this laugh no where's the that's clapping oh there it is okay happy birthday we're all clapping for you (laughs) um yeah i love it i mean i've been here for almost five years now i have no intentions on moving on to anywhere else. It's a great place to work. I don't actually do any of the number one website stuff. Uh, I think our, our, our YouTube channel is like number 6,000. I don't know where we rank, you know, so I can't, I can't speak from that part, but Hartley could, if he's not going to dodge the question again. 
it's uh, you know, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't uh, describe it in a succinct way. I guess it is, it is fun. In yeah. short, okay. I guess is the easiest, easiest succinct way to put it. How's, how sure. is it doing a podcast with John? Um, you know, he's a. He's a he's right about every leak he has, right? So it doesn't put me in an awkward spot. To, so right about everything. Yeah, like I'm the Apple Watch like Series square, Seven. So right. Square yeah. Apple Watch. Yeah, everybody down below, freaking roast John in the comments, dude. That scumbag. I wouldn't be caught dead with him. I'm just kidding. I love you, John. He's the best. He's a great person, um, and it's great doing a show with him. He always keeps it interesting, um, even if he is a child. I think that's a I think that's a fair representation of his character great great person best child i've ever done a podcast with <laughs> how many children have you done podcasts with <laughs> and guys that is what do you have a button to end the show <laughs> yeah it's right here <laughs> oh. all right <laughs> no i don't know did you guys talk about airpods pro 2 i think that's the only other like big thing that happened in the past week the we leak. we have talked about it with ian right we had Ian on, by the way. Yeah. Oh, was that that long ago? I was, yeah. Yeah, Ian's was great. Ian's actually literally last person. week, but yeah. Well, <laughs> it's been a minute. Never mind. AirPods were too cool. Very excited. Going to be game changing if they have a heartbeat slash temperature sensor. That's all I have to say. It's going to have a what? I am. Um... It's going to have a heartbeat slash temperature sensor. The AirPods? Oh, I'd miss something. Bro, yeah, they. I think maybe this is a new leak. This is the AirPods Pro 2 leak yeah. from 52 Audio. This has emerged since we spoke to Ian, Dan. Oh, and I was at VidCon, and I, I looked at nothing, so oh, except for yeah, the beta stuff. So what what is this? Enlighten me. So AirPods Pro 2. Let me just let me go over to appletrack.com and just read. <laughs> the number one news. Apple website. <laughs> the, the, no, it's like the like you said, it's like the number 6,000 Apple website. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a similar design, but there's going to be a speaker and microphone of the case, which you guys had actually leaked initially, so that's not new. But that thing on the side that we thought was for a lanyard or like a little piece of yarn you could tie to your wrist, that is actually to be used with hearing aids. Okay, it's going to be what? used for hearing aids, that little metal thing on the side. That's, that's what 52 Audio says, and they've got a good track record. But then USB-C on the case. It gets crazy, though. When we get to the buds, all right, let me just lay it on you. The buds are going to have a heartbeat sensor inside, just like the Apple Watch can measure your heart rate. I should say it's a heart rate sensor, not like a heartbeat. It's not like, are you alive? You know, sure. it, I'm hoping that if I'm using AirPods, I'm, I'm happy and, and alive. But they say the same heartbeat sensor. Why am I saying heartbeat? Heart rate sensor can still take temperature. You know, they weren't conclusive on this, but they said they believe it has the ability to read body temperature. This is literally a feature I've been asking for. You can go back to like 2017, 2018 in my videos, and I'm talking about how this this needs to happen on AirPods. So if this actually happens, bruh. You need mm. to get some royalties for that, maybe a kickback? I uh, At least a small one, at least a few milli. I would on, think that's at least fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm not a doctor. I know Sam is in part-time moonlighting. Um, yes. Can you actually get your heart rate in your ears how is that how uh like accurate is that gonna be i don't know about heart rate but like you know that's common how you take a child's why are we talking sure, about children sure. Temp- how we take a <laughs> child's temperatures through their ear yeah. i don't know i was a child they stuck something in my ear i don't know what it was you're but. i mean my age at my age i feel like you're all children to me anyway so it's fine sure. um <laughs> The, the 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 temperature, which by the way, an adult could also do it in the ear if they wanted to. I think, right? Uh, that, yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, but no, the heart rate is what I'm curious about. Like, I just didn't think you of, could do that. It's a lot of tech to pack in such a small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, I I was kind of cautious about talking about these new AirPods <laughs> Pro rumors, and it's because. I am very skeptical about sure. this report. Um, it, without casting too much shade, um, the I would not describe this as a reliable source. Um, what? Because wow. Without casting too much shade and then drops a bomb. Well, you got to let me know why, because they've been right on every leak in the past. Is this a shocked sound? I disagree. No. And what? I'll tell you why. Okay, tell me, please. Because they... Uh, 
as soon as uh, Mark Gurman said that the AirPods 3 would have in-ear tips, they, they came out with renders of in-ear tips and were responsible for continuing to say that AirPods 3 would have in-ear tips. Mark Gurman said it once. They were the, they were the outlet that effectively uh, led everyone to believe that that was the case with um, renders that were whether you want they they didn't I don't know if they necessarily said they were artistic renders but the renders they come out with are not official renders you can tell that by the renders that they've just produced the the skin detect sensor which apparently also is going to take your temperature and uh, uh, what was it body temperature and heart rate and be a skin detect sensor is like the size of a pinhead it's it, it's smaller than it is on on the normal AirPods anyway. And also they've done things in the past, like images um, have been stretched or photoshopped that they have said were legitimate. Um, it's, it's kind of patchy because a lot of this stuff from this report, we kind of have heard before. Um, the Find My stuff, even the health stuff, it was actually Ming-Chi Kuo who's been saying all of that for a long time, that Apple was working on that in the long term. So I know they've said something's right, but I wonder if that's because uh, previous reports have been echoed in in, in uh, previous years. So I'm not saying that they're always wrong because they're definitely not, but I think there's more stuff going on with these reports uh, than meets the eye. Have Fair. they ever been first on anything? Yes. Okay. Let me let me just go over to appletrack.com slash 52 audio. Let's take a look at their track record. They're actually 83.3% accurate. Out of all the weeks they've gotten right, there's only two they've gotten wrong. According to my research What's in 2019, that? they gave us our first look at AirPods Pro. They confirmed that there would be an entirely new pod shape and that AirPods Pro would be more expensive. Spot on on all three. In 2020, they said initially AirPods 3, they gave us our first look, which I believe was without the air, the ear tips, unless I got this wrong. Hold on. Their website's loading. It's very slow. But yeah, I'm looking at the, the images that were photoshopped a bit. All right. They were a bit stretched, but the actual design of the pods, the, the real hands-on photos they were pretty close. Okay, maybe the grill was a little bit different, but they were pretty similar to what we ended up seeing. So I'm, I'm going to count that as correct because it's it's very, very close to what we got. And then they said it won't have active noise cancellation and it would have an H1 chip that was right. Where things got wrong, all right, is where they said there were going to be optional ear tips and that they would cost $150, even cheaper than AirPods 2 when they were actually more expensive. But they were right that they would have wireless charging. They were right that AirPods 3 would have a smaller charging case. And they were right that there would be a Okay, maybe this is, I think I marked this wrong. This is AirPods 3 will have a semi-ear, in-ear design. And I marked that correct, right? That's what just is this website? Problem. What is this website? So it's a little bit less. My point being, <laughs> they're, the, they're the website that gets this stuff right for audio more than anybody else. Okay. So sure, I, I, am, I agree, Hartley. Like, I am also skeptical that this little sensor is going to do so much. But design-wise, I think they're spot on. You know, perhaps they copied, like, the Mac rumors leak from a year ago. That's possible, right? They have done some weird things with images. But to me, I was just like, this image looks, looks weird. I'm not even going to show that because it, it kind of looked Photoshopped to me in the first place. So maybe you're right, right? Maybe, maybe they're getting a little too excited. Maybe they're just saying this for the clout. I think then this will be the determining leak for them. Because yeah, if the two biggest parts of this don't come true, then my, my, my take on them will change, right? But okay. there have been other reports in the past from Guo and others that said AirPods Pro 2 would have a heart rate sensor. Even then, though, we can't attribute it to, to, to them if it does have it, because it would be Kuo, really, who, who is the first. I, I don't know what, I, I don't know. I think I, I've kind of been down on these rumors ever since uh, ever since the images came out that were photoshopped a while ago, because I think it's one thing, mm -hmm. if we, if we at Mac Rumors were to share images that um, emerged were photoshopped, we would say, we're not sure if these are legitimate, but I think it's different if you say this is a leaked schematic, but it is a photoshopped image. Um, and that kind of makes me skeptical across the board. And I guess that's a kind of a shame because you're right. They definitely have been right, but it gets messy when different. I mean, look, at a good example is Apple Watch Series 7. John Prosser was not the only person to say about the squared off design, but everyone attributes mm -hmm. it to him. Yeah. So rumors can get messy with things being repeated or things coming from different directions so yeah fair we'll enough. see fair, fair points we'll see we'll, we'll see if a uh, team chartley or team sam wins 
I'm just, I just want to see this, this temperature sensor so bad because it's been a dream of mine forever. And I think that merging technology with temperature, especially like in the age of COVID, oh, so brilliant. That would be so useful. Like imagine you didn't even know you, you had a fever yet. And then your, your phone was like, Hey, we've noticed your temperature's running a bit higher than you normally do. And then you're like, Oh, I should probably do a COVID test. And then you like save people from getting sick. That would be, ah, that's just like my, that's a dream in my future. Right? Like that, that sounds so cool. So I think some of my excitement could be blinding me towards this particular source. And it makes, it makes AirPods kind of more of a, a health and fitness device. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, which is a, is a great selling point. And I think that the other thing you have to bear in mind with the Apple Watch is all the data the Apple Watch is getting is just from one place on the body. If Apple can get access to another place and the inside of the mm. ear is a is a is a great place um, for I wasn't expecting to say that on this podcast. Um, it's a great place for ins- taking your temperature, as yeah, we discussed. Yeah. Um, so it's a, of all like places on the body to get uh, data from, that's a pretty good place. Um, so Although you couldn't get it all the time, it's not going to be like twenty-four hour health monitoring it like it is from the Apple Watch. Um, yeah. I think it's it's they can't make the the sound quality much better. So if they can pack a little sensor into that, I think that's a great selling point. That would then yeah. make this not a press release style update like we were originally starting to think because it's been rumored for ages and then it's just like hasn't come. So we're like, all right, they're going to look exactly the same now as the report and like you know they're going to be pretty similar. So I just think they're going to get dropped on a random Wednesday afternoon via press release. But if they do Mm. pack all of that, then no, they can't do that. They'd have to have it at one of the events in either September or October. Um, We would love to go to Apple if you would love to have (laughs) us. Just, you know, let us know. Is is there anything else that you want to ask us? I don't know. I didn't think, I thought this was like me coming on your show, not me. I'm not, I'm trying trying to host this, guys. I mean, I don't, I don't know what people want. I, I don't doing know. it is longer there... than we have, so you might as well just take over. <laughs> All right, real question. Okay. Was this because of Genius Bar? Are, you, are we here today because of Genius Bar? You guys see that there's increasing competition in the podcast space. Is Mac Rumor Show a response? I need an answer. Well, um, honestly, so yes. we had... We Thank had, you. No. We had, what's, what is G, we don't even know what Genius Bar is, man. Calm down. <laughs> no, no, honestly, we, we, we met for the first time in person last week, like I said earlier. And mm-hmm. and we liked I liked you so I was like you know what we need a guest for this week uh, well, let's just have Sam on and we're like that he'd be a good guest he's he's got yeah. experience in podcasting and like seems like a cool dude that we can have on um, there's not a whole lot of news so we figured he'd make mm-hmm. this interesting and boy was yeah, this man. interesting yeah no Dan we got to have you on Genius Bar um, oh yeah do we fun. do we because John was gonna have me on and and then I just never heard back so I'm starting no, to think John- that this is just fluff. John has been known to be a Snapchat emoji sometimes. He'll be ghosting, <laughs> ghosting out there. But uh, you know, we're working on that. You know, as, as his manager, as his momager, I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to trying to help him out. No, we'll we'll have you on, man. We'll make it happen. Um, oh, we just recorded this week's. I was gonna be like, we'll have you on this week, but then that no, already I, happened. So I guess hit me be back when I get matter. back from Disney. Not next. When week. are you gonna be back? I'll. I'm just. I'm gone all next week, but then I'll be back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I, mean, you're not I don't know. Apple, own, so it's fine. Apple school. Hopefully, get release dates for the MacBook Air soon. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a slow summer until the iPhones. Well, I think we'll wrap it up here. Then, Sam, thank you so much. If you want to let everyone know where we can find you, even though we've done that a, a, a bunch already, but go ahead. Shout out your Twitter. <laughs> your verified Twitter. Oh, you know, thank you, man. I, I worked so hard. It's uh, Twitter.com/slash I update. Um, youtube.com slash i update i just realized all my urls are that interesting anyway that's that's where i am just those are the places that i'm active you also follow me on everywhere man follow follow me everywhere does anybody actually do that at the end of the shows when you like shout out your stuff i always question that i'm convinced people don't make it this far but that's just me yeah well hey if you made it this far tweet me at i update and say what you thought of of me on the mac rumor show thanks guys and we'll catch you in the next one. Well, I am the host. You do not take over. All right, that's fine. We'll, ca- we'll catch you in the next one. That's fine. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.